0: This is Chris and welcome back to another episode of Unpopped Kernels here on Popcorn Finance. This is where we grab some of those kernels that didn't quite pop last episode and we heat them up. And today we're going to jump into part two of my conversation with Christy Snodgrass, aka Christy PRN on TikTok. Christy is the founder of healthcarereform.org. And today we're going to pick up with part two of our conversation where Christy was breaking down her process for negotiating medical bills.
1: Now, the next part is the part where most people get stuck because it's a little bit scary. You are then going to compose a letter and say, hey, you overcharged me significantly for these procedures. Here's what the fair price is in the area. This is what I'm willing to pay you, accept or don't accept. And whenever I send those letters, um, it's a certified letter. And then I try to send an email as well. And on the email, I will um, CC any higher ups that I can find. So I use a website called rocketreach.co. And you can actually look up like who is, you know, the CEO of Methodist Hospital or whatever, or, or the billing director. And I try to look up as many higher ups that I can, CC them on the email, and then send that email out. Because... Frontline billers are wonderful, but they don't have that much power especially when it comes to changing the prices of services. So if you really want to negotiate that price, you need you need to get above them. So I'll CC them, I'll send out that letter and then I'll wait to see what they say back to me. Sometimes it's a lot of back and forth of you got if you're going to stick to your high price, justify it. Why is your price 500 times The average price in your area. And sometimes they'll try to stick with it and say, you know, this is our prices. We're not changing it. And that point, what I do and what I help patients do, if they are comfortable with it, is just bringing up the notion of, you know what, if you are going to price gouge me and I have all this evidence, I will take you to small claims court. And that's usually where they. They they kind of recoil and say, "Okay, well, let's give you a deal because (laughs) it's not it's not worth the headache for them.
0: So they're not like they're I, I mean, I can imagine they're not excited to get these emails and letters and they're not going to be like, oh, well, you found us out. Here you go. Here's a discount. So it is going to be, you kind of do have to be firm, right? You can't just back down the moment they push you back do. on you.
1: You do. And and that's where, where patients benefit from an advocate. But I do tell patients that they are completely capable of doing this on their own because hospitals use a lot of tactics and there's some great hospitals out there that will work with patients, but many of them use tactics where they're kind of, you know, shaking the patient down and being like, well, pay this, or we're going to send you to collections and this is going to affect your credit and really scaring a patient. And when you are a patient with no medical knowledge and you don't know whether the hospital, you know, what they're saying is true or not true, you tend to just say, this is what the hospital told me. So this must be what it is. You know, you don't, you don't have any other knowledge outside of that. So I really tell patients to stand firm. You know, they know what the fair price is supposed to be. So, so stand your ground. Don't let them shake you down.
0: What is the like, success rate for this type of uh, approach for kind of bringing those bills down?
1: Well, I mean, it can be very successful. Um, bringing the bill down almost always occurs, but how much the hospital is willing to negotiate kind of depends on how much you're willing to stand your ground with them. You know, not everybody has the privilege of being able to do that back and forth for so long because eventually it will affect your credit. Eventually there are other things that go on. The hospitals actually can sue as well for the debt. They have been known to garnish wages, which I think is absolutely ridiculous that you're getting your wages garnished for medical care. So the, there are some aspects to this where you have to be careful, but as long as it's still early, you're within that eight month mark. You really don't have that much to fear from the hospital. There's nothing that they can do at that point. So I try to negotiate as much as possible within that first year of when the debt occurred and see what I, can, what I can get the hospital down to.
0: So it sounds like it's in your best interest to kind of get in there or start the process early so that way you're not up against that clock of them trying to take other measures to, to kind of force you into paying it. Is it also better if it's a significant, I'm assuming you want to have like some type of significant, I guess, difference between what they charged you and what the average is? Cause it sounds like it's, it's, it's going to be some work. So you probably want to do Like if it's like a $20 difference, like just leave it alone type of thing. But if it's something, you know, they're like charging a thousand dollars more than it should be, that's where you're like, okay, it's really worth that effort.
1: Yeah, definitely. I have had cases where I go and look at the fair price and it's close to what the hospital charged them. And I'm like, okay, this is a large bill but they did bill you accurately. So if they did that, you really don't have that much to work with there. There's no bargaining power other than saying, Hey, I can't pay this. What can you do for me? Which brings me to my final point of negotiating a bill. When that does occur, when you get to a point where, you know, you just cannot negotiate any further with the hospital. The last tactic that I try to use is just to make an offer and be firm, but an offer where you're willing to pay in in full. So if your bill is, you know, $3,000 and you have 1,500 in your pocket right now, sometimes a hospital would rather just get paid than put you on a payment plan and worry if you're going to pay it or not. So sometimes I have my patients say, Hey, I can pay you $1,500 today to close out my account market paid in full, and we'll be done with this. I won't send you any more letters. I won't CC your director anymore and sometimes they're willing to do that
0: what's a realistic amount that you could offer as a cash like upfront paid in full to where they would realistically be like okay we'll we'll take that like is there like a percentage you're aiming for that's like in that, like okay this is a real possibility
1: I tell patients to shoot for 50%, at least 50% of the bill. Whenever we get lower than that, the hospitals often, you know, it's it's a lot harder to negotiate when it's not at least half of the bill. So try for 50%. If it's a really large bill, that's not always possible. And then you can negotiate payment plans from there.
0: You know, that leads perfectly into the last thing I want to ask you here was, What are some of your favorite resources for for individuals out there? I know you do an amazing job on your side of collecting these different organizations that people can go to when they need help with various situations. So what are what are a few of your favorites that you've worked with?
1: Yeah. So I mentioned dollar four dot org. They are absolutely my favorite organization out of all of them, probably. They do charity care, right? Applications. They hold hospitals to their financial assistance policies and and the legal policies, but they're also expanding into medical bill negotiation and some other areas as well. And all of this is always free to the patient. And that's what I really like about them is they're like, we're going to figure out how to keep ourselves running and make money, you know, in other very clean ethical ways, but we are not going to charge the patient because, you know, the patient is in enough debt as it is. So dollar four is one of my favorites. I have a bunch on my website. I love fair health consumer just because you can look up costs. You can compare for healthcare workers, particularly there is an organization called impact in healthcare, and they're kind of like what I would say the lead coalition of healthcare workers coming together and trying to trying to make a better system. So those are probably my top organizations that I love.
0: Well, thanks for sharing that. I'll I'll make sure we put that in the show notes. And also I'll I'll put a link to your site where you have all your resources listed there. Um, Yeah. Really quickly, dollar four. How is that spelled?
1: Uh, Dollar four. So dollar like dollar bill and then four F-O-R dot org. All
0: right. God, I was just making sure I was like, is it the number four? Is it the word four? Okay. Got it. So F-O-R. Well, Christy, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk with me here and to share all this information before we go, I'm going to put links to everything in the the show notes, but for people just listening, where can they go if they want to catch more of your content, learn more about what you have going on and all those amazing resources?
1: Yeah, so I am on TikTok and Instagram at ChristyPRN and then if you have a question or you want to check out my resources, my website is healthcarereformed.org
0: well, thank you so much. It's always nice to find a really good resource uh, in situations where things are just so complicated and misunderstood that, you know, we all feel kind of lost and just give up. So I, I really admire and appreciate the work you do and for providing so much help out there for, for all of us to try to figure this out and not get ripped off. So thank you. I <laughs> appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming back and finishing up my conversation with Christy. This was... Really eye opening for me to kind of get more insight into the medical billing process and some of the tools that we have available to hopefully help keep those bills more manageable. Because as we've all probably experienced, the prices can vary wildly depending on where you are, what's happening, who's treating you. It could be, you know, $5 or $5 million. There's really not a lot of logic as to why they can vary so much. So it's really no surprise that we get surprised by some of these amounts we see on these bills. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Let me know if you end up trying any of these tips that Christy gave and if it was successful. I'd love to hear the feedback and hopefully uh, some of you are able to maybe make some of these situations a little more manageable. As always, you can reach out to me via email. Just send me a message to questions at popcornfinance.com or send me a DM over on Instagram. Make sure you find the right account. Again, it is Popcorn Finance Podcast. All one word, all that smashed together. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.